It's Triple M Breakfast with Woody and Tubes. Geez, we're good to have some, aren't we, Tassie, to have some international sporting events. T20 yesterday. It's been going berserk here in Tasmania, and we've been so lucky. I mean, COVID's knocked us around a little bit, but we've been so lucky to have international sport here. We've been lucky to have international cricket happening right now with the T20 cricket going on. And we've got some more sport coming up right now. More Huge. than 50 of the world's top female tennis players are going to travel to Hobart ahead of the Australian Open. We're talking about nearly 400 grand in prize money, Australian dollars. This is epic. Absolutely amazing. We've got the General Manager of Tennis Tasmania and Tournament Director of the Hobart International, Darren Sturgis, in the studio. Good morning, Darren. Morning. Thanks for having me. God, you must be excited. Is this like Christmas for you? It's a bit of relief and excitement, yeah, and a bit of trepidation as well. A couple of years of not having the event and... Yeah, all the work that goes into it. Um, we've got an amazing team here in Hobart and, was, yeah, looking forward to it. I was going to say, the logistics behind this would be incredible. Like, this is a world-class event. Yeah, it's big. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. And yeah. small team that pulls it together and a lot of people come in for the event. We rely on an amazing local volunteer base who, who just make the event um, really unique. You know, Tassie has the highest volunteer ratio anywhere in the country and so many things wouldn't function without it. You even look at the jack jumpers, they're running off an oily rag sometimes. <laughs> no, but they are yeah, yeah. compared to the other basketball teams. So who are you hoping will come? Because I know you're still finalising things, but who are you hoping? Well, speaking of the jack jumpers, yeah. I've seen some of their court sweepers when the players go down and they're, they're amazing, the effort they put <laughs> oh, in. So, <laughs> that's, that's so how good is the volunteers? But, yeah. um, oh, look, you know, the players actually don't know about this because the summer of tennis in Australia has been so different, everything being played out in Melbourne the last couple of years. So it's actually a little bit of a change. Um, the word's gone out to them, so we're hoping to start reaching out to the, to the players now and start to say, you know, Hobart's the best place in the country, oh. so please come on down. No amazing, doubt. Why amazing, wouldn't you? <laughs> amazing facilities up there at the Domain, which has been worked on for, for many, many years, and it is a warm-up for the Australian Open, essentially. Absolutely, yeah. And we're proud of being a women's-only event as well. It's the only one on the on the tour in Australia to lead into the Australian Open. And, uh, yeah, it's all top 100 players pretty much that come through um, that are playing. So often they go on, and, and we've had champions like uh, our last champion in 2020. 2020, if I can spit that out, was Alina uh, Rybakina who won Wimbledon this year. And then also the in 2019, we had Sophia Kennan who went on to win oh. the Australian Open two weeks later. So we really unearth talent well before... Uh, well before they come into to the limelight. Absolutely. And I've been to these games before. They yeah. are epic. E and excellent. what I love is they're so personable because you're right there. It's very know? intimate, it's isn't very it? It's very intimate. Yeah. They and, are, and you've got night games? Have you got night games? Yeah, we've got back? night sessions, oh. Twilight. Yeah. Um, yeah, Saturday final. Uh, we've got a free community weekend on the first weekend. So we throw open the gates, make sure everyone across town can actually access the tennis. Um, affordable ticketing from $25. Um, corporate hospitality from 360 So, um, yeah, please go get behind the events and all the events in town. I know the Cricket World Cup's on. Um, we need the support of the locals to come along and, and support every team, every event that's going on so Absolutely. that we can retain them in Hobart for many years to come. And you can do that by getting tickets. They're on sale today at 2pm. 2pm. Yeah. Via Ticketmaster. And, but also more info tubes at play.tennis.com.au. Yeah, so the International Tennis, Hobart International Tennis is happening at the Domain Tennis Centre from January the 7th through to January 14th. Darren Sturgis, General Manager of Tennis Tan Tasmania and Tournament Director of the Hobart International. Thanks so much for joining us on Triple M Breakfast with Woody and Tubes. Thanks for having me. It's Triple M Breakfast with Woody and Tubes. We are still in the studio, Tubes, yeah. with... Darren Sturgis, the General Manager of Tennis Taz and the Tournament Director of the Hobart International. I was worried that you're auditioning him as a 
another co-host. Well, because he said... Sorry, you go. No, it's just so good to have you. And we've just been talking about tennis here in Tasmania, the importance of having an international tennis event here in Tasmania. About the roll-on effects for the community, Darren. Yeah, um, well, when we did our launch on Monday as well, we had Alicia Dale, who's a young 15-year-old player. She, she's had an, an amazing last 12 months. Um, we have Rafa Nadal has partnered with Tennis in Australia to, to run a Rafa Nadal tour. Mm. Um, so every state and territory runs one of these events. And last year, Alicia won our state-based event, and there's a few other players um, locally that won that as well. They all travelled to Melbourne in January, and then... Alicia actually won the national one in January. So what that meant was she'd go to Mallorca, which was just a few weeks back, over to to Rafa's Academy in Spain and spend a couple of weeks over there. And we also had Rafael Jurek, who's our um, national development head coach here in, in, in Hobart as well. He, he actually went on the tour as well. But she just spent two weeks over training at Rafa's Academy and meeting him um, and like this event really inspires her. So hopefully in, in years to come, we'll see her on the, on the bill there. And in 2022, uh, sorry, 2020 as well, we, we were also able to award a wild card to Jessica Fowler, who's a St. Helens girl. Um, she's coaching out at Lindisfarne at the moment. So she's actually taken tennis from a, a playing level and pushing really hard to, to give it a real crack. And she's still keeping a little bit in there, but she's actually now uh, doing some coaching. She's getting her qualifications up and she's got a career path potentially, you know, through the sport, which is which is great. So yeah. her passion can, can oh, feed through to the next a- generation. Absolutely. And even at a grassroots level, um, I know my brothers wanted me to be a tennis player. Like, so this is how they trained me. I don't know if this gets used at Rafael <laughs> yeah. Nadal's. Wait for it. <laughs> I'd be on the other end of the court, like the other side of the net, obviously, and they just whacked balls at me, both of them at yeah. once. Yeah. And they that's, said, "That's not tennis training. That's well, bullying." <laughs> oh, okay. Because the thing is, I became really good at deflecting. So even with table tennis now, I can deflect really fast. It's just the direction I have an issue with, like getting it inside those lines. Yeah, I'm, look, I'm not. Sh- there's, there might be a game here that we can do, maybe through the international with tubes, actually. Because <laughs> oh, here we go. Because. If you're standing at the net yeah. and someone drills the ball straight at you, that's called tubing. So, uh, is it really? So maybe we could get some people on court to tube tubes. Tu- I love it. This <laughs> is Radio if you're Gold up for it, if you're up Yeah, for I'm, it. Keen, I'm keen. I'm Let, let's keen. talk about some – because you used to deal with the Australian Open as well, so anything yep. that happened on the court. So you're, you're right up there. This is such an excellent event. It's coming. Tickets are on sale today from 2BM. You don't want to miss this at Ticketmaster. And for more info, play.tennis.com.au. You're talking about some of the world's top 50 female tennis players. What did you make of um, Ashabadi's retirement in her prime? Yeah, it was a bit of a shock, but it didn't last too long because she's an incredible person. Like mm. to be 25 in in the peak of her career, having won a couple of Grand Slam titles, it was so good to have a win the Australian Open and just so much promotion and publicity and inspiration for for girls in particular and and you know the the whole community to get out and play tennis and hire a court and get into it. Um, but for her to actually be so comfortable to make that decision because there's so much pressure at that level on all the athletes and what they're doing and oh. and and yeah, as I said, at the peak of her career to to have the strength in knowing what you know she had achieved everything she wanted to in tennis and look, she's still an incredible role model for us as a sport and I think her legacy will live on you know for many years without to come. a doubt. Yeah, yeah, and not just and for Dylan. sport people and yeah, Dylan Alcott's the other one that I wanted to bring up because. I love Dylan Alcott. I think he's such a great advocate for not just people with disabilities, but for human beings. Yeah. 
So yeah. if anyone that's not familiar with it. Yeah, Dylan Alcott is an all-time wheelchair champion. Yeah. He's won how many Australian Opens now, I think? Oh, he's, uh, yeah, he's won a bunch of Grand Slam titles. I, I couldn't even, I couldn't even tell. And he you got off the top into it head. just to do that, yeah. right? To raise yeah. that awareness. It's yeah. incredible. So he's an Olympian uh, basketball player, wheelchair basketball player, and <laughs> he tells an amazing story about that and about the the tough times they had, but also winning gold, um, which he shared around his gold medal earlier in the year at the TICT conference up in Launceston, and um, <clears throat> he thought after basketball, what's next? And he's He's really clear on his personal passion, which is to, to, to um, raise the lives and aspirations of people living with a disability. And he chose tennis because it's an amazing sport to profile globally and yeah. he could actually get that message out there. So first time to get a wheelchair final on Centre Court in prime time as well and got the broadcasters to film and then his commentary. So his profile has just grown and grown and he's just such a down-to-earth person. I know at the conference he... he Having seen him a few times, he doesn't mind dropping the old F-bomb in there and he, ro- he rolls straight out and I'm wondering, is he going to say anything? And sure enough, yeah, first sentence, how well, you all doing? <laughs> we can't wait to get along no. to it and we know so many volunteers are involved at a grassroots level and so great for kids too to also get along. So thank you so much for joining us. Tickets again on sale today from 2pm at Ticketmaster and for more info, play.tennis.com.au. Darren Sturgis, the General Manager of Tennis Taz and Tournament Director of the Hobart International, thanks so much for joining us on Triple M Breakfast with Woody and Tubes. Thank you.